Thank you for tuning in to the Keeping It Real with KC podcast. A no-judgment zone podcast that covers lifestyle, entertainment, news, and sports. Even though KC doesn't watch sports. But these are minor details. (laughs) By the way, he reads tarot cards too. Yes, I really mean it. He reads tarot cards too. And now, the host you've tuned in for, K.C. Phoenix. Welcome back to the Keeping It Real with K.C. podcast. I, of course, am your host, K.C. Phoenix. And I'm doing this story. I came across this. I was... Okay, let me give some a little bit of background here. I was looking for a sports story at first. And I was like, you know what? Well, just let me check some news stories to see if anything interesting has happened that I might have missed. And sure enough... <laughs> I found this story. So I was like, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and do this. (laughs) Anyways, before I go any further, KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to listen to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. K-I-R-W-K-C on all the social media platforms. Also, do not forget the Christmas with KC contest to enter. All you have to do is sign up on the email list. And no, I will not spam you to death. I do not have time to send emails every day. So to sign up for the email list, look in the details section of this episode and you will see join mailing list. Click on that link, put your email in and you will be automatically entered into the contest to win gift cards or cash via cash app. So don't forget to sign up for the email list so you can be entered in the Christmas with KC contest. All right. Let's go ahead and get into this. So I came across this article. I was like, this is interesting. Let me let my listeners and some viewers, which I'm doing a video um, with this, but I'm obviously just reading the article. Let my listeners hear this story because I'm just... You know, sometimes I just... I'll let the story speak for itself. Clearly, the title speaks for itself. All right. So, the title of this story is Bomb Squad Called to Defuse World War II Cannon Shell Removed from Man's Anus. (laughs) Now, (laughs) I promise you, I know some people when they hear these articles... They're like, Casey has to be making up these articles. All of my articles are true. I'm not making this up. This is a true story. It's a true story. I promise you. (laughs) Back to this. It says, pulling something out of a person's butt is like opening a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. 
It could be a sex toy, a doll, a bottle, or perhaps a still living eel. What they're referencing is the story that I did about the man who was having issues and for whatever reason, the eel got inside of him. It was a live eel. Go back to that story. It's an old story. You know, on planet Earth, the, you, you know what? To put a positive spin on this, this goes to prove my point that anything is possible. I always say that to my listeners. Anything is possible. On a planet of what? Almost 8 billion people now. And going back to the ill situation, it's like, how in the world? Who in the world? What in the world? That happened to that person. And now we have this situation, along with other things that I've read about. The dog buying the mansion, allegedly. And a whole bunch of other stuff. That I've covered. The lady um, breastfeeding the cat on the airplane. Allegedly. Anything is possible. (laughs) And you have to look at the good side of anything is possible. Now, this is the other side of anything is possible. But this still proves my point. Anything is possible. Back to the article. Whatever you find, you can usually throw it away without military um, invention. Unless it's an artillery round. The staff at the... Oh gosh, I just had the name. Goodness. Gloucestershire. How does she say it? Gloucester... Gloucester. That's what she said. She said Gloucester. That's it. Gloucestershire. Okay. So the staff at Gloucestershire Royal Hospital were in for a surprise of their lives when a local man showed up in considerable pain. Thank you. I'm saying thank you for the remembering. (laughs) Not that the man was in pain. When asked where he was hurting, the unsurprisingly anonymous gentleman indicated towards his lower regions. When the doctors got to investigating, they sure enough discovered a foreign object lodged in the man's rectum and what an object it was. Inside the man's butt, the doctors discovered a 57 millimeter World War II era anti-tank shell. And of course, the guy offered the usual explanation for how it got up there. The guy said he found the shell when he was having to clear out his stuff. He said he put it on the floor and then he slipped and fell on it. And it went up his, an anonymous hospital source told the son. At least some, at least nobody popped the cap in his behind with the cannon. But that probably didn't make the man any more comfortable. He was in considerable amount of pain. I think he was, um, I think he collected military memorabilia. The hospital source said, The doctors couldn't exactly leave the shell in the man's butt, but here's the thing. They couldn't know if the thing was about to blow up the man's rectum and everything else within a 50-foot radius. 
So naturally, the hospital called the appropriate authorities. Gloucestershire police confirmed to the Sun that they had responded to a report that a patient had presented with a munition in his rectum. High explosives stuck up someone's butt is a bit of <laughs> bit out of the scope of support of regular police operations. As such, the cops in turn contacted the 11 Explosive Ordnance Disposal Regiment of the British Army's Royal Logistic Corps. That's a whole lot to, to say. Let me say that again. As such, the cops in turn contacted the 11 Explosive Ordnance Disposal Regiment of the British Army's Royal Logistic Corps. <laughs> I can't. While the bomb experts were on their way, the doctors concentrated on removing the shell from the poor man in what we can only imagine was a very careful operation. They pulled out the weapon of ass destruction. Luckily, for everyone involved, no one was ever in any danger of exploding. When the bomb squad arrived, they quickly identified the shell as a non-explosive anti-tank round. It was a solid shot round, a chunky pointed lump of lead designed to rip through tank's armor, a military source said. It was basically an inert lump of metal, so there was no risk to life, at least not to anyone else's, they added. Indeed, while the shell wouldn't have blown anything up, the man was in mortal danger. Dr. Carol Cooper told the son that he could have easily died if the shell had pierced his intestines. And no matter how tough guts are, they could have, that could have happened. If the shell can tear through a tank, it sure can do the same to your lower colon. The range of objects that are pushed into rectums is incredible, from wine glasses to ketchup bottles and parts of vacuum cleaners. Sadly, it is an everyday occurrence in ER, but I have never heard of the bomb squad being called out before, Cooper said. At least the man had the good sense to seek help in time, if only he had the good sense not to slip and fall on the cannon round. <laughs> As a curiosity, the cannon that the shell was originally manufactured more has quite an illustrious service history. The 57 millimeter shell was likely intended to be fired out of the ordnance quick firing six pounder anti-tank gun. The British design cannon first saw action at the 1942 Battle of Gazala in the North African campaign of World War II. At the time, it was an extremely effective weapon. The gun could easily punch any German or Italian tank at the time. It was one of the most notable achievements. The ordnance QF guns of the British Rifle Brigade destroyed at least 15 tanks during the Second Battle of El Alamein. Its triumph was short-lived, though. By 1943, Germany had rolled out much heavier tanks whose front armor, in particular, was particularly 
impervious to the 57 millimeter solid metal shell. In response, the British and the U.S. developed more effective ammunition, including an explosive shell. It's a good thing the hero of our story hadn't managed to get his hands on one of those. All right. This is the thing. And I'll, I'll just go ahead and say this. Do I believe that the man slipped and fell on the shell? No, I don't. Do I judge him for what happened? No, I don't. I tell you, this is a no judgment zone. People, goodness, let me get comfortable in this chair right quick. People like what they like. And if, as long as they are not hurting anyone, this has always been my thing. As long as they are not hurting anyone, then people like what they like. So, this is a kink gone wrong, is what I view this as. I doubt this will happen again for this individual. Because usually when someone has a really bad experience, that's all they need. to. They're like, nope, not going to try that again. So, yeah. Even though there are some people, what's that saying? I'll I'll try anything twice just to make sure I don't like it. So <laughs> hopefully he's not one of those. But you know, it, it's just a kink gone bad. That's all it was. But I can only imagine. You know what? But for some people. That might they might actually enjoy having that story, depending on the their group of friends. Because everyone, if you go to a party and you associate with certain people, obviously you wouldn't tell this story at a party of people, you know, like where diplomats are attending or something like that. Or maybe you would. Who knows? <laughs> Because um, I was about to say something, but I'm not going to go there. <laughs> it was about to be in regards to a certain trial that's going on right now. The media is not covering the trial. But as related to that trial and the individuals and the things surrounding that trial, it surrounds a bunch of diplomats and other stuff. So, um, <laughs> I was going to say... That, you know, for that situation, maybe it's different. But for usually most situations, usually those sophisticated functions, you're not about to tell a story like this. But for other functions where you associate with people who are just easy breezy and they're just cool and they find things like this entertaining, this would make a hell of a party story. I don't know who this person's circle of friends are. But yeah, might make a hell of a party story for a certain group of friends if he associates with those type of people. But for the most part, it's a kink gone bad. I'm not judging. And like they were saying, this happens in the ER all the time. You know, 
At one point, I almost considered working in the hospital. I really, really did. But I didn't want to because I can get attached to people easily. But I was talking to this one ER nurse and she said, well, that's um, the ER is the best place to work if you have that type of um, mentality or that type of emotional uh, attachment where if you're not looking to get attached to someone because with the ER, all they're doing is fixing the immediate because that's what the ER is for. The ER isn't for long-term care. The ER is to fix an issue that is considered life-threatening or could be life-threatening. And then once they've determined whether it's life-threatening or not, then you're on your way. And she was explaining that to me. But me, I just, I get attached easily sometimes. I just, you know me, I'm a cancer. I'm, I'm sentimental. Even though I come across detached and cold at times, that's really not my nature. I'm actually very mushy on the inside. But yeah, with the ER situation, it just amazes me what comes into the ER. It really, really does. But again, impossible things are happening every day. This is just another example of that on the other side of it. I just wanted to read this story because I, for someone to have the bomb squad called to offer their assistance with having something removed. (laughs) Yeah, that might be kind of embarrassing. That's all I have for this. I just thought it was interesting. And that city is Gloucester. Because when you look at it, hold on, let me go back to the city again. I thought it was, it's almost like, I thought it was Gloucester. But when she said it, she said Gloucester. It's almost like the C-E is silent. Because it's spelled G-L, for those who don't live in the UK. It's spelled G-L-O-U-C-E-S-T-E-R. And then Shire, S-H-I-R-E. And I went to a YouTube video before I started recording this. Because I'm like, how do you pronounce this? And I couldn't find one for um, Gloucestershire. I found one for Gloucester. And I was like, Gloucester? Why is she pronouncing it like that when it looks like Gloucester? But that's not how you pronounce it. It's Gloucester. Go figure. So um, Gloucestershire is the area, the city. Or the hospital anyway. So yeah, let me get going. KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to listen to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms. Christmas with KC contest. Sign up for the email list to enter the contest stuff in the details section. The link is there to sign up for the email list. Until next time, be blessed.